You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the You Know What, Dude? podcast. This is a special edition where Robert goes one-on-one with some of the most interesting people in the world, or at least in his world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You know what, dude? You know what, dude? You know what, dude? The You Know What Dude Podcast, one on one. One, two. What'd you do to your mic? You fixed your mic because you're an asshole. It's good. No, it's not. It's not. It's over there. It's got to be in the middle. Let's twist it up. Let me hear you. Do you know that I know? It's fine. You don't have to eat this mic. It's what? Dur- it's all over. The- it's fine. It's not fine. Is it fine? Don't fart. Don't you fart, fart in your face? Me, you, just, you just tilted. You did a pike position to fart. <laughs> I hate farting. I feel like it's terrible. So, I'm with John Ailes. Hi. A.K.A. Rehab. I do other things too. AKA on better things, AKA actor, AKA all kinds of shit. One of those one of those journeymen. We're uh, walking through uh, the West Village right now. Passing insomnia cookies, which makes me want to eat three cookies. Yeah, I, hi, buddy. How are you? How you doing, brother? Good to see you too. Uh, I think I, I met that guy too, right? He was in an audition I went last week, which just scares me. You know when you go in and you're auditioning for something and there's a bunch of Beast. fat, just a bunch of chubby ginger guys with beards. It's like, oh, what, what do they think of me? It made me literally start going to the gym again. I'm not kidding you. Oh, I've been in the room with just the most awkward mix of people that make you realize what a filthy pig you must be. Unfucking believable, right? Unbelievable. We're, uh, so you're in New York. What are you... You're here. You got an acting gig. Got an acting gig. I'm doing gig. I'm doing a gig. I'm playing a sneaky Pete. I'm doing sneaky Pete. I'm playing a, a, a very, a, a very forceful personality on sneaky Pete. What does that mean? I'm 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 uh, I'm uh, I take charge of people. I'm tough. I'm tough. Mother- You're tough. I'm a tough motherfucker. So you have people do it for it's you. It's hard for. Well, I I, I don't want I don't want to tip my hand, but. Nothing is off limits for me. I'll do any. I'll get my hands dirty. Yes, very dirty. I mean, but you don't look. Where are we going for coffee, by the way? What do you coffee bean? What right do you know, like? Right here. There's a great coffee place right here. If you know this place. Oh yeah, this place is the best. Oh come on, you don't What's know it. What's it called? It's right over here, dude. It's Rice the, cream sherbet. No, it's the coffee, uh, pita. Manusha? No, not that. Oh, the original what? No, not this place. Funeral home. Bobby, do you have something to tell me? No, no, no. A coffee place right here. But here's the deal. Here's what's cool of, you know, what we just got out of, what I want to kind of talk about real quick. Let's talk about And that you're great at. Okay. Because it's one thing to be a good actor, but if you don't book a gig, no one will ever fucking know. Right. And how lucky are we that we actually get to do it from time to time? Smell the coffee? Oh, that does smell delicious. Yeah, right? You never went to this place right here? This is like two assholes in, in on, on their feet getting coffee. Yeah. This is. It's a one-on-one walk right here. How you doing? It's good. It's a little too much flavor. Oh, you, will but, they actually make it for you as yeah, well right as in the grind back. it? 
Okay, okay. Yeah, you get a nice cup of coffee right here. Oh, this looks beautiful. Yeah. Are you allowed to play this music over there? I don't know. <laughs> so anyways, um, <laughs> well, now that you said something. Um, yeah, someone's going to have to find so out. So here's the deal. What do you think? What do you You're, think? Um, auditioning is a whole nother game. That's right. And if you can't audition well... You're not going to get... You might get stuff given to you because you fit it perfect or somebody knows... Hey, how you doing? What do you want? Uh, double espresso, please. You? I'll have a double espresso, too, with a little bit of cream. Me, too. Please. And a Splenda. Uh, raw sugar, I'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, raw Thank sugar. All right, we're over here. Okay. But you... Uh, yeah, you're talking about auditioning. Yeah, like if... It's another beast. Yes, it is. Going into a room with one other person, or usually two other people, and eat. Well, maybe that's maybe. different than it used to be, too. You always used to see a room full of producers. What happened with that? Producers started losing. You know, they have now that producers have so much less. Put that away. Now that producers have so much less uh, profit because they have to do half the episodes on a cable show. Yeah. They they spend a they have, they have to spend their time wisely. They have way less time in prep. So they, really. So they they prefer well, and also the digital age helps it bring all the audition tapes right to them at the press of a button. In the old days, they used to have to run tapes around town. In the old days, I mean seven years ago. Six so they'd years rather ago. just be in the room and watch. They'd rather live. just watch what the casting director nowadays. It's what the casting the casting a lot of times it's going to be the casting director's pull. What they from all what, yeah who they think are the best for or five. Uh, but there's but then they'll give them the secondary reel too. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, oh, who knows? God damn it! Who knows? That I mean, it's just really it, it's a tough it's a really tough gig, and everyone who uh, who's just starting out just has to know the layers of tougher and tougher and tougher. But as you say, auditioning has become now you yeah. walking in with a casting director, their associate, meaning a, a person who's training under them and works for them yes. and with them. That person who is, and then it goes into the the abyss. Uh, It does, but uh, for instance, how I got this sneaky feet thing. Actors have to be very clever now, and there are ways now that you can be. I was on. Like this is uh, what I want to know. What is this clever shit? Well, this is a tough one. I you have to use your relationships in a wise way. Right? I happen to know people who make television who have hired me before for movies or television. Together or separate? Together. Thank you. You want a cookie or something? No. Okay. You don't want a cookie? No rugalup? I like a rugalup, but no. What's the top one? Canel. Like a custard filled. No. Should we each have... Okay. No. No, I don't want anything <laughs> either. Is it cash only? A uh, card's fine. A car- oh, cool. Take that. Get Miles. Miles? You gotta fly to see my family. Um, so, oh, so I'm scouring through Instagram. You know, you go through Instagram and you see what people that you know are involved in. Yeah. I'm going through Instagram a month and a half ago. Yeah. Thank you. I see my friend, John Abnett, who's a great director and producer. Thank you. He posts scouting in Brooklyn for Sneaky Pete, a picture of himself with the crew member. Thank right. you very much. Yeah. I write to my agent and manager an email right then. I'm like, hey, my friend John is on this show. Uh, I'd love to find any part that I can play. Like, what part can I play on this show? It doesn't have to be his, but now that I know he's on it, I know it's... Something right. I definitely want to be on. Okay. And my agents happen to be looking through the breakdown, and they're like, "Hey, there's this part. It's not one. It's kind of serious. It's six, you know, five or six episodes." Right. 
And now it's my turn. Now I have to do what I know how to do, which is go get it. But in the old days, I wouldn't have known that project was happening. So you kind of have to have your ear to the grindstone. Right. And know what's getting made. And this really helped me understand that, oh, I know people. Right. And, you know, people just starting out. Yep. They you know, follow sit, people. Uh, yeah, I'll sit with you. Know, there's a bench right over here. Come on. Oh, yeah. But people just starting out have to kind of like call these relationships from the beginning. You have to start to learn how to use these relations. Where you walk? You gonna walk? Oh, right? Yeah, no, we're just yeah, we're walking right up there. This is my neighborhood, you know. So, okay, now, but he, okay, so that you always have to keep your out eyes and open. Yes, right. Look, you're an actor. I'm an actor, comedian. You're, you're a good so, actor. So my day job is kind of, you know, doing it. That's right. You know, I get to go and whatever, right? Fucking, you know, perform for money. That's right. But well, that's the, that's the blessing of your job. Uh, right. Your other job. Right. Right. But when you're an actor, you got to fucking find a way to get into that room. You well, that's get in that real room. hard. I was just talking to a guy, a uh, uh, 55-year-old guy, 50-year-old guy today who... All his friends in the room were like, this guy's a good actor. He should really get out there and do it. We've been right? telling him for years. And he has an awesome look. And he would be great if he were trained. Like, who knows? And he said, hey, I went to an acting class for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my... Oh, I didn't give that guy anything. Did I sign? I didn't give him any... We have to go give we him stop. a tip. We'll give him some. Okay. okay. I'm such a terrible person. You're not a terrible person. Oh, God. There's, oh, what, I love this neighborhood. Look, you can get a salad and then gelato. What? Okay. You what? Salad there, gelato over there. Okay, so he had had two years of an acting class. I said, hey, did you have a showcase after that? Because yeah. that is how you start. A showcase. Get some kind of showcase, right? Okay, yeah. Get a showcase. And he said, you know, we did have a showcase. I said, did, uh, what happened from that? He said, nobody came to it. Really? And I said, oh, well, here's the thing. You should go get trained by someone who can bring people to that showcase. Because there are four, five, six, ten studios in New York City run by some pretty great acting uh, teachers who at the end of their two-year program, when you have your showcase, you get to do two scenes in front of 10, 15, 20 agencies. It's an incredible boon, but you cannot get eyeballs on your work in the beginning unless you get a leg up like that right. or you get a job out of nowhere. How did you get your first job? How did you get your first agent? My first acting job? Yeah, like, was it was it strictly from comedy or were you acting No, it, wasn't, it, has, it has nothing to do with comedy. It actually had to do with my acting teacher, Pete Kelly, who said there was a... Uh, independent film shooting, a student film, half hour, and I wound up booking the lead. Yeah. And then from that, I it is, it was somebody else said they're doing a movie, and I went down and I got that. And then I, my acting teacher had the opportunity to do an off-Broadway at the BCC, Four Dogs and a Bone. And yeah. at that time, you know, I was kind of a young dude, and I played, you know... I, he gave me a role in that. Four Dogs like, in a Bone? Why do I know? Was that Mammoth? No, no that's... John Patrick... Uh, John Patrick Shanley? Yeah, Shanley, yeah. I remember that, except I don't remember what it was, because that's how my retention is. But that's a good story. 
See, that's a good thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's an example of what it is, which is at the beginning, you got to be your own salesperson. No one's going to do it if you can't sell yourself. But here's the thing is that now that you have, you go into this room. Okay, now I got this audition. Me no, or me. you? I got well, you're this, different. I got this audition last week, right? Right. Okay, I go into the room. I get the part. I'm running it. You with, did? No, I'm, I get the part through the email. Follow oh, me. Oh, okay. Well, you just said you got the part, and I'm wrong terminology. To believe, right. Wrong terminology. Okay, for everyone listening, Bobby actually knows that he reads the part, and he says to himself, "Yes." What'd you say? Once you read it, well, I got the, the guy part. didn't put cream in this, right? I like it. Yeah, but he didn't put cream. He did in not. I, I did not mix the sugar. No, he did not put cream, and but I don't care. This is you go to This is the greatest coffee ever, by the way. Oh, yeah, How great is this right. coffee? It's, it doesn't need cream. It's so mellow. It is, right? It's That's mellow right. and creamy itself. Uh-huh. It's got cream. Um, but, here, but here's the thing. Like, I get this audition. I'm, I'm reading it back and forth, you know, spaghetti reading, getting the lines down. You know, I have my wife read it with me a couple times. But then, you know, I'm like, oh, I, I got it, basically. And I, I don't, you know, it's like I, I go in, I, I do the audition, and they're like, oh, it's great. And, I mean, they never tell you you don't do great. Right. I mean, it was great, and you, were, I love it. And I'm like, you want me to do it again? And he, no, that was right. Like, of I, course, I, I, I nailed you know, it. I nailed it. And then you're walking out. I go to Instagram. One of my friends who's a big guy like me. He's like, oh, I just went, just left the audition at blah blah blah, and I nailed it. I'm like, well, he fucking nailed it too. Right. Well, look. That, and then I'm like, I'll never, hear, I'm never gonna hear from these people again. Well, that's that's. That's got to change, too. That's something that's hard to really wrap your head around, too. So you have to believe that that you get it. You know, you really do. But like, lo- I, I work with you today, right? Right. We worked on a scene together. Yeah, but I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, okay. We started going over word by word, you know. Last night, we broke down the scene. Last the night, phone. we break yeah. down the scene. That's right. And then today, we kind of work it out. That's right. And go through it and make some choices and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, okay. I like, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. You don't just memorize the fucking lines. Right. You got to go right. through the, why is he saying that? What did he say there? And right, blah, that's blah, right. Try this. And you need help. You can't just do this. I mean, look, well, I, I do. I think there'll no, be a actors certain. actors need help. Actors yes. need a technique. First of all, if they don't have a technique... What do you mean by that? Explain that. Sorry, there was a phone call. From Dan. Okay, yeah, from Dan Soda. But you said there's a process. Right, so... Every actor needs their process. Every actor needs some kind of a process, right? I trained trained in a, in a, a conservatory at Rutgers. Rutgers has an acting program built into their theater department that right. is a fine arts degree, right? Yep. So you audition to get into this program, you get in the program, and from the beginning, Bill Esper and his team of actors teach a technique called the Meisner Technique. Yes. There are tons... And it's not working? No, it is working. I'm sorry. I'm just oh. making sure it's good. So <laughs> all the techniques in the world are all called something. There's the Meisner Technique, there's the Method, there's Stella Adler's training, there's Uta Hagen who trained. So all these yeah. people have a certain way of starting you from the beginning. And every actor needs to kind of learn those basic building blocks or they're fighting a... a a way of getting parts that just happen to be innately in them, right? There are certain actors who get parts, who get parts from the beginning, who haven't trained at all. 
who have an understanding of how they go about it. For me, I start with this Meisner technique, you have to always understand how a character feels, right? So by, by, by looking at the scene and mapping out what's going on and what you need, you have to start from the beginning by like taking a temperature of yourself. How do I, how do I navigate through this set of lines? Right. And then once you get into that, you and I did it today a little bit, we gave, we gave ourselves actions, something that's very particular to each beat that lets you know that you have clarity in the beat. Am I protesting? Am I defending myself? Am I arguing? Am I shutting him down? Am I going in for the kill? These are things that actors get to do to make things clearer. And most actors don't get clear training like that. They just get scene work. That's also valid too. But you have to know what your process is when you go to an audition from the beginning. I do that all by myself, right? I like to work by myself. Yeah. Uh, But it's because I spent three years in fucking school. I did 20 hours a day doing that six days a week. And on the seventh day, you barely rest. You're always working. It's like it's like one of those things that got ingrained in my in my in how I pick up a script. So if you don't have that, you you lean on people like coaches. Me, I'm I'm a coach to friends. I only work with friends who I think are great. You're a great actor innately. But you uh, also are a comedian by first trade, so like you, you haven't trained in acting, so you don't really have this kind of vocabulary that I have, but you also have a really good understanding of how to make things real and funny and, and relatable. That's something that you're born with. Yeah. And if you don't have those things, you know, if you don't have something that you're born with too, then you have to kind of wonder why am I acting? Because you have a great way of kind of being real. Right. And that's a really important thing, especially today. Because stylistically, all that shit that you see on cable now, it's really come down to a very real, conversational yeah. way of kind of behaving. Well, even comedy is real. That's, I mean, that's your pain. That, that four camera shoot shit is dead. Oh, that stuff. Dead. Dead. Yeah, that shit's dead. So when you get a script, you're going to go in a room by yourself and spaghetti read the lines. Do you put them on your phone? What do you do? Yeah, well, I am. Uh, it's funny, man. Lately, I've been. There were a lot of parts in the summer that I was ad- auditioning for that were based on real people uh, that you could find video on. There were like four or five characters wow. that were in big series, really great, odd characters, really bizarre, different characters. Some were lawyers, some were prison workers, some were, but there were video on all these guys. So that's one thing. I had to learn how to, how to find a cadence that was like those guys. So yeah, I would listen to those videos. I would record those videos of those guys and run when I do my run and stuff, I would just listen to them over and over again. Yeah. And... But how do you get a, like, okay, you get the script, how do you get your lines down? Well, those, those I have to, I have to learn second nature, so I definitely read them, once I've read the script, once I've read the scene five or six times, I'll record it with very little added emotional bullshit. Right. I'll just record the lines 
in a very kind of rote way, but yeah. in a conversational way. Right, yeah. So that I don't get any kind of like preconceived notions of how I'm going to say things, right? Yeah. You just kind of want to learn them. So, and then I'll run to the, I'll, I'll use those as the thing I listen to. Whenever you're going to listen to music in your headphones, I would listen to that, that for uh, an hour or two hours. And then I'll read it many times before I go to sleep. Four, five, six times before I go to sleep. And then when and I wake up... And that's just reading it. Read the Not scene, read the it. scene, read the scene, right? Right. And then the next morning, I'll, ha- I'll have it better because I will have slept on it, right? So the lines... You want to learn the lines as, as best as you can now by rote so that it means... So that they come to you just as second nature. It's just... That's the train track for the scene. And then what your partner does informs how you behave, Right. Most of the time, the casting director isn't going to give you very much. Nothing. Right. Uh, and it might be just a reader, an assistant. Well, an assistant, that, that's when it becomes a real... That's when your, your chops are really tested. You have to imagine the scene partner coming out of that person's mouth. Right. Right? So you have to imagine what the lead in the show or whoever that that scene partner is in your mind you have to imagine what they're going to give you yeah. and you have to make it you have to make it real you have to make it organic so you have to you have to honestly respond to the imaginary side of the camera that isn't really as good as you want it to be most of the time there are some casting directors who are great at giving you just as much as you need you know but then those associates that you're talking about sometimes they're operating the camera and reading at the same time that's so hard, dude. That is so hard. I think I got my first job ever this year on that situation. Where I mean, it is stacked against you. It's, it's stacked not against everyone, f- though. But I know, but it, you think that they would make it in your favor. Somehow, they would have better choices in, if, they well, would give, if they would hire people to actors to act with these people. You're to gonna, learn the character... And to act with these people, you have to win your way to that position now. Yeah, really. You have to that you have to be up for a big part in order to get with the director or the producer who's going to give you what you need in that way. Now, so when you they, have to beat the system, you have to get through the casting director into that position. So tomorrow, I got to go in there at two o'clock. You have to win that role tomorrow. That's yours. That's it. Now, what are your suggestions to win it? You've seen me do it. We've done it a bunch of times. Now, well, what- let me tell you something that, that just came to me this year, which is uh, really killing negative self-talk. Really, this is, a, this is a meta way of looking. This is the work, outside of the work that you've already done on the scene. You know the scene. You're going to be great in this scene. But you have to start believing right now that you're on that set. You're going into rehearsal tomorrow in front of that camera, right? This is your part already. Right. So you have to really believe that. And what does that give you going in the room? It gives you it gives you the confidence to really go for it and not hold anything back. You're not going to get anything by holding back. So now, so let's go through this. I, I come in, I park the car. Right. I'm reading all morning. Well, I'll tell you. I, I, I get it to the place, I take my ID out. I start to get nervous. You get in the elevator. You go up. You That's look right. for the sign. Right. You probably get lost. I'm always early. Okay. And then you get in there and you sign the thing. Get early. Get Be there early. Okay. Be there early. First thing I do, I go into the bathroom. Why? I wash up. Ah. Always. Okay. Always wash up. 
get the street off of you. There's a great, um, there was a, 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 a clowning instructor that we had at college. His name is Leonard Petit, and, and it's, uh, it minimizes him by saying that that's what he teaches because he's really one of the great physical stage actors I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But he used to teach an exercise called the Circus of the Gods where we would imagine that we could do anything. Okay. We can walk into any room yeah. and lift the person sitting on the couch there and put him in the chair there, juggle the furniture, break down any wall. You had the power to do anything that your imagination has. Sounds so this is something that I do from the bathroom onward. In my mind, I'm as invincible. Now, what if you don't want to do that? <laughs> Uh, that's okay too. You have I to mean, find your thing. You have to find. But your it has thing. to be positive, and it has to have some type of confidence. It has to in give it. you power and confidence, and also realize that the odds are stacked against everyone that's going in, and you, your belief in your talents to win this role have to be really top notch in order to win the role. I really believe that because they're they're looking and when they watch that tape, they're dying for it to be you. They want it to be over. They don't want to watch any more tapes. They're going to watch right. all of them. Yeah, that's right. But they're going to be staring into this screen going, please be the guy I wrote. <laughs> and that's also like sometimes it's, sorry, guy, you were fucking great, but Bye. you don't look or sound at all like the writer thought. Wow. You know, so it's going to be. Well, that's the thing, too, is that. You know, a lot of the roles I get are given to me because they wrote them for me because they saw me in something else. Right, absolutely. And I mean, I mean, there's nothing like that. Well, and that happens very rarely. And Dennis wrote a pretty great part in a series for you just based on that. I, you know, that's incredible. Uh, that happens very rarely. Um, Louis did the, you know, Louis. Oh, did the baby, same thing. that's pretty hot. Yeah. So I mean, look. Look, I mean, you, you're leaning on your relationships in that. I mean, you didn't even have to lean on them in that case, but you you know that the relationships that you built and the talent you have that has been spotted by great people have, you know, has is going to keep you afloat and continue yeah. to build on how your career is going to. Let me ask. I'm going to I'm going to rattle you some questions and try to answer them. We'll Fuck. try to go through them real speed round. All right. Clown. Okay, clown. Okay, you go in the room. Mm-hmm. You get upstairs. Yep. There's a guy, there's two guys in the elevator with you following you. Yeah. Do you let them go first or do you sign in first? Who got there first? All of you. Who got in? Who's You did. But oh, I sign in first. You sign in. Dude. You don't sit down, get ready, go to the bathroom. No. Oh, 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 oh. It depends on if I need time. I mean. So you don't take the time. If you don't need it, you don't. So, but it, I don't need the time when I get there, man. I'm done. Okay. I, I've already been outside in the car for an hour. I mean. Okay. So there you go. So now you go and you sign in whenever. If you yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So now uh, they call you in. They do. You walk into the room. That's right. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? No one wants to shake your hand. No, but don't shake hands. Well, they don't want to most Okay. Of so the time. don't shake hands. Well, how well do you know this cast? I okay. hug and kiss some cast. Okay. Directors. But if you don't know them, don't shake hands. Now, do you want to sit or stand? This depends on the scene. Yeah. This depends on the what scene. What if it's either or? I typically, I like to sit. If, you, if you're if you an Why actor you like and you want to be an actor, yeah, uh, uh, and you want to see an audition go pretty much as smoothly as it can, 
Go watch uh, Hugh uh, uh, Laurie audition for House. Did you you can Google that on okay. YouTube. Okay. You can check it out on YouTube. Hugh Laurie auditioning for House. Sitting in a chair. He's giving nothing, but he's built for that part. Right. And he's got the scenes down. It is great. He's sitting down. I don't know if one of the scenes needed to be standing or not. There are certain scenes that are unfair that, that they'll give you where it's too physical. And you yeah. have to be standing. You can't be sitting. Yeah, like for with that. a grenade. Dude, you I've had ridiculous building a whole, you know, you know, pouring uh, a whole coffee. What do you do in that situation? Well, <laughs> hey, you know, a lot of times now it's self-taping. So I spent a lot. That's a whole other. That's a whole other conversation. But yeah, I mean, well, self-taping I, I, is. It's a well, whole beast. Uh, it is. So what do you, what do you do? In the situation where they're like, "Look, you gotta, you're supposed to be, you know, fighting a fire." Right. Well, um, you you've know, got to choose. You've got to choose physical moments in in the scene, and you have to have them mapped out, and you have to know what you're going to do physically. Period. Right. And you have to keep it simple. You cannot be doing Borat doing that whole scene for whatever it was. Do you remember what it was when he auditioned for? Uh, Right, Law yeah. and Order, and he does the yeah. whole episode. I forget what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't go in there all over the room. They're going to laugh you out of there. You have to have points that are that are clear to you that you're going to... You know, you and I talked about physical stuff. All right, let me ask you another question. Now, when you're doing a TV role or a film role, uh-huh. are you are, are you bigger on a TV role than you are on a film role? No, no, are it's you, all... Uh, subtle. Well, I am from a subtle school of behavior anyway. I mean, I just think it's more appealing to watch when people are simple. Right, okay. So, I mean, I think it, I think but some stuff stylized though. You know, there's some there's some stuff where I won't get it because it's broad like maybe I just didn't know the tone, but you got to know the tone of the show. If you're going in for Sunny in Philadelphia, always yeah. Sunny in Philadelphia, that stuff's fairly broad. Right. Uh, so you kind of have to have an amplified sense of yourself there. But that's sure. You're gonna, you're so now you do the part, you fuck up a line. Do you stop or you just finish? You gotta finish. And, and then at the end, what do you say? Casting, casting will, will get, tell you to do it again. They will if tell they, you to do it again good. if they think you have a shot at all, or if they have respect for you because they've had you in there before and they know you. You know, you and I have a different. You and I are journeymen who have been around, and people know us right. in these rooms, and, and they're going to be as helpful as they can but a lot of people who don't come in prepared if they fuck up lines and stuff like that it's going to be great thanks okay that so, hurts <laughs> so now so you do the part yeah. they say you did a great job would you like me to do it again no I think I think it's great and then you leave the room what do you do then do you throw the script out and never think about it again you're supposed to do that I had a great uh, auditioning, uh, a great producer who was teaching an auditioning class for us, and he was like, always have something scheduled. Schedule something. Go to a movie. Go play golf. Do something fun. Get to your job. Do something except for think of that, because that'll kill you. There were a few parts in the last six months that I, one in particular that was like, I mean, one of those real life characters. I woke up as soon as I read it, I, it was mine in my brain. It was mine in my brain. How'd the audition go? I killed it. And what happened? A month goes by and I don't hear anything. And I'm, I know somebody who knows the director. And I'm like, bro, I want to contact this guy and figure out why he didn't call me back. And he's like, I know, that kind of hurts. And he didn't call him for me because I didn't ask him. And the next day I got a call back. 
that I had to go back in four days in L.A. I was in New York at the time. So I had to go to L.A. to my home okay. to audition for and for a director session. And? That went, I mean, and then I was like, I feel bad for every actor in, that's coming in for this because I'm taking this away. Okay. It's mine. I'm yeah. born to get this. Okay. I killed it. Uh, okay. You leave the right? audition you leave now. the audition. I feel sorry for all these bastards. Yeah, yeah. Casting calls my agents. He killed it. Great. He is considering the other guy. Okay. This is something I've heard for 25 years. I mean, that one hurts. Yes. Uh, This one, I actually went to an extra... I went an extra step, and I actually actually sent a video message to the director to to let him know how much I cared. And that stopped him for a week because he was about to cast the other guy. And it took him a week to lean on my passion for the for the thing before he wrote to me and said buddy it 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 could have been you it was not you you know the other guy was gonna get this who was it i don't know shit fuck that one hurt a lot uh but look man that shit's gonna happen i dreamt with that i dreamt that one for two months that that was mine Uh, and that shit's gonna happen this one that i'm doing right now it happened, like I say, it happened on Instagram. As soon as I read it, I'm yeah. like, I'm getting this. And I got it. But And I felt that way about it, too. Yeah. I put the audition together myself, and that way I... We should film something while you're in New York. Maybe write a scene together and film it. Why haven't we done that before? I don't know. I just thought of it right now. I think that's pretty easy. Yeah, you film it. Uh, I got the camera equipment. We'll use my iPhone. I got mics. Whoa, I got lights. I got everything. We're going to use your iPhone? Fuck yeah. Why not? They do it all the time. I just you know a, what we should do? I just shot a movie on a fucking iPhone. Let's lose. Let's use a flip phone. Shut up. You shut up. I didn't. What's his name did? Who? Oh, the guy. The guy. You what? went and did the scene with him. What's his name? Are you allowed to say it? What's his name? Yeah. Um, the fuck is his name? The famous director. The famous one. The guy who did King of the Hill. No. He yes, did. he did King of the Hill. Not the television series. The movie. Yes. Yes. But he did uh, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. He did Liberace. He did... Uh, Come on. He's the f- biggest director out there. Quentin Tarrant Soderberg. Soderbergh. Soderbergh. On an iPhone. He shot you on an iPhone. A movie. He Are you allowed over. to say that? I, fuck, I just did. I mean, dude, come on. Bobby was in a movie with Tarantino Tarzenberg. Do you want to do it or not? Yes, I've been dying to do it. We should be doing this all the time. I told you we should write a pilot right away. I think we should write a pilot right away. Well, well, maybe we should. Just a two-hander. I mean, this is... Well, let's let's figure out what it's going to be. Okay, let's both play women. Like, like... No. No, no, like, uh, uh, you know... Yeah, Tom Hanks and the other guy. Who's going to be the other guy? They're both women, you jackass. Yeah, I know, but one of them made it, the other one didn't. Peter Sklari, he did yeah. 25 years on television. I think he made it just as much money as anybody. Not as big as Hanks. Yeah, but Hanks, is, he's married, you know. <laughs> All right, listen, I got to go do the other podcast. This has been a one-on-one special walking edition. With coffee. With, uh, yes, with the uh, amazing Sennheiser mi- microphone. I want to say thank you to Sennheiser. Sennheiser. Sennheiser, German. We're big fans of the gear. Very big fans nice. of the gear. And I want to thank you, John Ailes, for helping with my audition. We will. This is a teaser. We're going to redo this podcast. When Don't touch that. Don't touch that. I'm all good. And we're going to redo this podcast uh, if I get the part, after I do the part. Bobby's getting this part. We'll see. All right, we'll see you later. Say goodbye. Goodbye. You know what, dude? One on one. You know what, dude?
been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Check out riotcast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free.